It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can win the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast in the state of Wisconsin, and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Rookies and some select first-year players, some of the some of the young guys, guys like Jawel Davis, you heard him last week, said he was reporting to Green Bay today. They're here. They are ready to do the thing. The real football is about to start. And, and actual practices are not going to commence until Thursday. But it is training camp week, and and there's a lot of content that gets pumped out around training camp. You know, 14 things to watch, and 11 things to know, and 10 players to keep an eye on, all that stuff. And we're going to, of course, as the, as the training camp process moves forward and as exhibition games happen, we're going to talk about all of the, the things that are actually happening. But we've done in various forms those kinds of lists and those kinds of primers just the the, all, the whole off season really all of those discussions have have served as a an appetizer for all of this they are uh, ways of setting the table for i must be hungry two food metaphors in a row this is you know you're going to have to pick i think what you're looking for because there's a lot there's a lot here that that's not you know what I want to focus our attention on today. I think this training camp is a little bit different, and so I want to take a step back and I want to look at training camp from a more thirty thousand foot view and just say, I think when when the Packers when they had Mike McCarthy and Dom Capers was there forever and Ted Thompson was there forever, we knew what the team was going to be. We knew what the roster was going to look like, more or less. We knew the roles of the players. We knew what the offense was going to look like. We knew what the defense was going to look like. And so training camp was just a way of everyone getting together, getting on the same page. And you got the opportunity to hype a couple young players. You got the opportunity to see, you know, if there was, if this was one of the years that Ted Thompson decided to add someone in free agency, if it was a, you know, a Julius Peppers season, or it was, you know, a Martellus Bennett season, something like that, those things were often focused on. And I think what we took for granted is the purpose of training camp. And that is, these are practices. And those practices are important. And they're important, more important now than they were before for two reasons. For the Packers, specifically this season relative to other seasons, they're more important because of the difference with Matt LaFleur. But 
in the modern NFL with this new CBA, going back to 2011, they have made changes to the way that teams can practice, to the amount of padded practice you can do, and it has uh, trickle-down effects. It affects the game in, in a significant way now. If you talk to people around the league, players, coaches, front office people, they will tell you that this schedule affects the players and their ability to make progress. It affects offensive linemen because there's there's far fewer practices in pads, live, so-called live practices where you're actually going hard in pads. Um, those A lot of those have been taken away. And so that live hands-on teaching is gone, or at least it, it has been cut down. So that makes these moments for the Packers even more important. You're bringing in a new coach. It's a it's not a new scheme entirely. There's going to be a lot of crossover for these guys. But there has there's a new offensive line coach. How how fast are they going to get on the same page? Are they going to be able to get together on communication on on technique and all the all of the the nuanced part of offensive line play? I mean, it's not just you know, I'm going to run into you and you're going to run into me and we're going to see who's strongest. Obviously, there's a lot more that goes into it than that. That's a, a huge part of what training camp is, getting together on technique, making sure you're proficient and not just proficient, but expert level at these things. So offensive line, this is a huge couple weeks for the offensive line. Young players like Cole Madison who have not been here they have not been a part of the process before in a, in a meaningful way in the NFL. They haven't seen, he hasn't seen these moments. This is going to be new for Elton Jenkins. And this is Billy Turner's first opportunity with this offensive line group. This is, this is huge for them. The offensive line, they need these practices. You know, for some of the, some of the players on the team, you know, it's just about getting your reps in, getting your legs under you and going. Kenny Clark this is not going to be anything new for him. Mike Daniels, he's just out there. They're just playing. They're just, you know, they're they're working into form. Hopefully not working into shape, but working into form. But again, these are practices. So you need to be practicing. These are important practices for cornerbacks. Josh Jackson's still learning how to play press man coverage with confidence and not play grabby. He has to practice. He has to show improvement. He has to develop. He has to take in that coaching and make improvements. These practices are important. And I understand, you know, I, I'm I'm here doing my best Allen Iverson. We're talking about practice. But that practice part is important. And, you know, we always, always emphasize Aaron Rodgers and his relationship to the receivers. Are they on the same page? Are they doing the right things? Well, it's more than that now because he's got, you know, these are not new faces for him, but these are new concepts, new route adjustments. There's the audible thing that still has to get ironed out. I mean, the Packers haven't even put in their two-minute offense. So, you know, this is, this is a, a, a crucial couple weeks of practice. They're not, they're not done with everything they need to get in in terms of the classroom. 
this is this is not just regular season prep. This is not just oh, you know, everyone, let's let's just get in shape, get on the same page and go. No, there's teaching. There is coaching. There is learning. Because that's the only way that these guys are going to play together, that they're going to have consistent continuity in all of this. The football is such a special game because it requires so many moving pieces all working in concert together. And if an offensive lineman steps with his left foot when he was supposed to step with his right foot, that play might be doomed. That's how precise it is. The 10 other guys might execute their jobs or be attempting to execute their jobs perfectly, but one false step could ruin the play. And so this is this drilling down, you know, it might seem monotonous. It might seem like minutia. Even to the players and the coaches, it may seem that way. But the Packers need that because so much is new here. And there are so many new faces. You know, Mike Smith comes in. You've got new outside linebackers. You got to coach up Rashawn Gary. You got to coach up Zadarius Smith. You got to coach up Preston Smith. You got to make sure that they're doing the same things that Kyler Fackrell is doing. And you have to you have to get Oren Burks up to speed, and you got to make him play complementary football to Blake Martinez. So there's a lot that has to get done here in the practice part of it. We think of you know the 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 alerts. That's how that's how we think of it as as observers and fans and media people. We're thinking of it as oh Trevor Davis made a great play or Josh Jackson got burned on this. Or that's that's sort of how we digest training camp. But it is so much more than that. And it has to be so much more than that because these guys are still learning. And that process here, I mean, they wouldn't do it if it wasn't important. But I think it sometimes get undersold how important the actual on-field stuff is here. I mean, think about the years of, of the Packers defense just missing tackle after tackle after tackle. Well, the way that was taught was clearly not effective. The Seahawks have unique tackling drills that they do, and they are consistently one of the best tackling defenses in the league. That's not an accident. What you what you practice becomes a habit in the game. You can't do it in the game if you haven't practiced it before that. So th- those those moments... They're important touchstones for the coaching staff as well. And we're going to get to some more specifics on all of this in just a second. The reopening is right around the corner, and there's a chance that no one has seen your balls in months. Don't ruin your first post-quarantine date with a ball fro. Would you show up on the first day of school without a haircut? Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Do you really want the next person to see your down there hair to think you weren't expecting anyone to see it? No one wants that. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and skin safe technology, your snags will be reduced while preparing yourself for post quarantine life. 
The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, water-resistant, cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, the perfect one-two punch to keep your one-two punch fresh all day long. Subscribers to the Peak Hygiene Plan get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean so you can too. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, so treat yourself for making it through quarantine with the Lawnmower 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code locked on at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the promo code locked on. Matt Williamson brings the scouts' perspective to the Locked On NFL podcast. You got to talk. 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest completion percentage other than Josh Rosen, he's just been a complete garbage for the most part when he's been allowed to play. Yeah, I just want to throw a couple nuggets out on Allen, and I know he's a lot bigger, a lot stronger, but he kind of reminds me of early career RG3. What's kind of remarkable about Allen is he is so gifted and he got better, I thought, this past year, which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws and the touch of his throws. But his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. So this is different for Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers can't go out there and just not take snaps. He can't go out there and just say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything today. Now, I'm sure they're going to rest him, but this is a new offense. He needs the reps. And, and the receivers, perhaps more importantly, the receivers need the reps with him. You know, we talked last week about the ways in which Aaron Rodgers' brain can mitigate the learning curve for this offense. And and that is all true. And and you know, go back and listen to that discussion if you missed it. Those receivers, let's say they are a little bit behind trying to get everything up to speed. Well, playing with Deshaun Kaiser or Tim Boyle, not going to get you there. Not going to get you there. You have to do it with Aaron Rodgers. And when you're working on the run stuff, you have to make sure as I said, the steps in outside zone are important. Making sure you're stepping and starting with the right feet, hitting your landmarks. Okay, Aaron, are you getting the proper depth? Are you taking the bright angles on these? That All that stuff has to work in harmony with one another. This is new. It's new for everyone. And so these practices become even more paramount as practices, not just as data points for us, because they're still learning. So Aaron Rodgers, yeah, we we want to see what's going on with the receivers. Who does he have chemistry with? Is is the Jake Kumaro stuff real? All that stuff's important. And and getting on the same page with your receivers is important. It's more important in a new offense, which is what this is. So you want to make sure that, you know, on those shot play throws. Rodgers knows each receiver because there's going to be different guys in there that they're going to have to run this, and they're all going to have to run it in a way that Aaron Rodgers can be consistent with 
and say, okay, this is the landmark on this route. Get there at this timing and throw it. And, and you know, we think of Aaron's ability to freelance and all of the stuff that he can do that makes him so unique. And he's still going to do that stuff and that's still going to be a part of his game. But when you are playing more consistently within the framework of the offense and the offense isn't just you go win your route, you go win your route, you go win your route. The, the precision with the accuracy and the timing has to be there, which means the practice part is more important. You know, Rodgers told Josh Rosen before the draft that a lot of times practice for him was trying stuff and, you know, keeping himself engaged and amused. Well, that shouldn't be a problem this year. He shouldn't have any issues staying engaged because he doesn't have a PhD in Matt LaFleur's offense. He had one. He probably had multiple doctorates in the Mike McCarthy offense. Not sure it was that difficult to have. He doesn't in Matt LaFleur's offense. So every day he's got to be engaged. Every day he's got to be in it. He's got to be mentally sharp. He's got to be focused. He's got to be practice. He's got to be a good practice player. Not just for him, for the receivers, for the running backs, for the tight ends. It's more important now than it has ever been in his career to be a good practice player because everyone is learning. Now, the good news is defensively, you have continuity. You you kept Mike Patton. You kept the core of your defense intact. And so that part of it, this is, this is the other side of the coin here because the defense, for them, this is polish. This is polish because, you know, Adrian Amos is learning the defense. Darnell Savage is learning the defense. And your two outside linebackers are learning the defense. But your corners know it. J.R. Alexander is up to speed. And Josh Jackson, Kevin King, Tony Brown, Natrell Jamerson, Josh Jones, if he gets on the field, he knows it. He's up to speed. Blake Martinez, who is his understanding is as critical as anyone's. He's up to speed. This is not new for Mike Daniels and Kenny Clark and Dean Lowry. And so you've got that front with the corners. Yeah, Oren Burks knows the defense. Really smart guy. He He's not learning. He is He is playing in it for what is essentially the first time as a preferred starter. But he should know it by now. He should know the intricacies of it. And while I think a lot of the cool stuff that Mike Patton wants to do involves the safeties and those guys have to learn it, Amos and Savage, Amos is a veteran. And when you bring in veterans, that also blunts the learning curve because they they may not know the exact thing that Mike Patton wants to do, but they know some variation of it. They've run something close. They've run some version of what's being called and they know why it's being called and they know the, the counters to it, and they know what offenses are going to do to it. That is why you've signed free agents, frankly, and not just rely on draft and develop. And we don't need to go down the Brian Gutekinds versus Ted Thompson rabbit hole, but Aaron Rodgers made some comments, and I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it. I, I can't say with any sort of certainty that him talking about all of the guys they added and him being excited about it was any sort of commentary on Ted Thompson. But even if it wasn't, 
it's hard to read what Rogers said. So, you know, some of these, the quotes in a vacuum, you know, maybe they don't, they don't really pop. I mean, he mentions Blake Martinez stepping into his role as a middle linebacker. He, he talks about the, the leadership of Adrian Amos, really likes um, Darnell Savage. Uh, he, he praises the, the new outside linebackers. And he says, I like what our GM did bringing those guys in, even if he is not specifically referencing Ted Thompson. And I, I made the point on Twitter that Rodgers chooses his words carefully on these things. The Packers didn't bring in those kinds of players before. They didn't bring in anybody. So the reason you like having veterans is because they know the deal. They know the deal. There is there is a, a, a hidden advantage in just having the experience of going into training camp and knowing what to expect and just having played in NFL games and just being able to say, okay, I know what to do. That is a, a huge advantage. Think about any situation you're in. Learning something, you're not as proficient as at it, even if you are very talented at it, as someone who has done it. And this has been a criticism of the Packers for a long time. You want to you want to take that learning curve, and and make it easier on your players. Well, then you need to have some veterans on your team. And Ted Thompson was was opposed to that. Brian Gutekunst clearly not. And what I think Rodgers rightly points out is Preston and Zadarius Smith are young guys. They haven't won anything. He called them hungry. Well, they're coming into a defense. Doesn't matter if they're familiar with it. Their job is going to be to go hunt quarterbacks. Now, they don't have to know exactly what Mike Patton wants to do. Just having played NFL football before is a boon for them. They are, they can be more up to speed. So, you know, let's say Mike McCarthy had been the coach and he was still the coach. I would rather a veteran like Preston or Zadarius Smith come in on defense. I would say that guy is more ready right now to run Mike Patton's defense, even though it's new, than Equinemius St. Brown or Marquez Valdez-Scantling or Jamon Moore in year two of Mike McCarthy's offense. That I think that gap, with veterans is is just bigger and and that little bit of continuity that you get is not it doesn't have the same sort of value to me now that being said there is value in the rookies from last year getting to stay in that system and and pro, and progress in it to be able to grow in that system so they're not learning new techniques They're not learning new coverages. They're not learning new calls. They're not learning new blitz combinations. They're not learning new adjustments. Now, of course, this defense has morphed and changed and and done some different things, but they've been with Mike Patton. And so they know what's going on. They know what the deal is. Now, again, all that said, there are new position coaches basically everywhere. And so there's going to be some some subtleties with technique where practice is going to be important. And they're going to have to get this stuff down. I would not be surprised if we, if we open the season and the defense is ahead of the offense. Not just because of all the talent that they added, but because I think the continuity here is going to be key. And they're going to be able to take training camp and polish, 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 rather than teach, teach, teach.
All right, we're going to be back tomorrow. Uh, going to have Andy Herman on the the show this week from Cheesehead TV and the Packet A podcast talking about his grades. He went back and looked at the free agents that the Packers added, and, and I wanted to talk to him specifically about the, the guys on defense because um, I, I went back and, and I didn't look at every game, but I watched a couple games of each of those guys and, and got a feel for their game and, and what they like to do, what they're good at, what they're not so good at. But Andy went back and graded them, and what he found was was pretty startling. And when you start to add up the totality of all of the additions that were made and and compare them to the players that they're replacing, it, it's really easy to get excited about the steps that this team can take. So I'm going to have him on the show either, either tomorrow or Wednesday. I'm actually going to be hosting Locked on NFL as well, pulling double duty on Tuesday. So you can hear me on Locked on NFL uh, go check that out. If you're not subscribed, go do that. I think we're making some changes to that show. And and stay tuned if you're not already listening. But go check that out. I will be on the show on Tuesday. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. You can like us on Facebook. Subscribe. Do me a favor. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Leave a, re- a review. Leave a rating. Let other people know why you like the show. Help them find Locked On Packers. And then you can have another person to talk about it with. You can you can have a friend to talk about Locked On Packers with. Make a friend Monday. We're back. It's the NFL season, so go make a friend and, and tell them to subscribe to Locked On Packers to check out our show. And anytime, also tell them about this. Anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked On Packers fan hotline, you can do that. 920 920- 341-3775 with training camp uh, really officially open. I mean, players are are in town. There's only one choice. There's only one prudent choice, and it is to stay locked on Packers. For listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite NBA team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.